Hi, welcome to Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. This podcast was created as a space where we could connect to soothe, heal, inspire, nurture and elevate ourselves and each other. And it seems to me that we need it more than ever. And we need to be able to take a beat and be with ourselves at any time. Not just after work, not just on a weekend, but be able to take a beat at any moment for ourselves. My name's Cherry Gillings and I'm a coach, a counsellor and a trainer as well. And uh, I work in health and social care and I've been doing that for many years. And some days, sometimes, I notice it's frazzling and tiring and I can get to the end of the day and feel done. Empty, all out. And what I what I notice when I experience that done, empty, all out is that, oh yeah, <laughs> I missed opportunities to check in or I haven't taken care of myself through the day or I have ignored the warning signs that the body sends us. So, I think it's easy to feel good in your life when things are going well, when things are going right, when things are moving the way that you want them to move. It's easy to to have and experience high self-esteem in those circumstances because we tend to believe that our feelings and our ideas about ourselves are coming from the statuses that we've acquired or the work that we're doing or what have you. But tell me, what do you do when things are going wrong? How do you deal with failure and setback how do you feel how do you deal with disappointment and how do you feel about yourself when you experience disappointment you know are you somebody who when the car breaks down you find something to beat yourself up with about that You know, you get a low score on a test. You beat yourself up about that. Maybe somebody's sick. Or something is going wrong somewhere. And you find a way to beat yourself up about that. your inner critic is the predominant voice 
the loudest voice in your mind. Not all the time. <laughs> no. Maybe that's your go-to, your default position when things are going wrong. So you didn't make a sale. The car broke down. I really encourage you, and I do this with my clients often, I encourage them, encourage you to slow down. Because it's kind of a nonsense to say, right, that we are solely responsible for anything good or bad, you know that, because, like, there are so many things in life that are happening entirely without our influence, entirely without our control, that actually enable us to walk around on this planet, to wear clothes, to breathe air, (laughs) to enjoy the sun, to enjoy nature, to enjoy our children, to enjoy partners and friends and like so many elements of life have got absolutely nothing to do with us in terms of causality. We didn't cause, we're not causing the sun to shine. Hmm? So we're not solely responsible for all these things. Like the sun shines, It grows the plants. We eat the plants. Like there's a whole heap of that that we are not (laughs) at cause for. Not at cause of. So when you slow down and notice what supports you. What does life look like from that place? And when things are going wrong. And remember that right and wrong is only a judgment call in the moment, right? Because if you look back at your past, you will see many times when you thought this was the worst experience you could possibly have ever had. And it was going to be game over for you. You were down and out and done. And yet, here you are, even listening to this podcast by by this random person from Liverpool who lives in the West Midlands and just decides that sometimes she's got something to share. Hmm? And here you still are. And here I still am. Like... How many times have you lost everything and come back? How many times have you been knocked out, knocked down and stood up again? And yet still, in the face of disappointment, in the face of difficult situation... We often repeat first the self-critical pattern. If you've tuned into this podcast for some time, 
you may have noticed, you may have heard me talk about self-compassion. And I think self-compassion matters the absolute most when the chips are down and things appear to be going wrong. When things appear to be going wrong, that is the time to step up your kindness towards yourself. It is not a time to beat yourself up. Now, let's not get this twisted. Self-compassion doesn't mean that we don't correctly evaluate. No. It's not an easy way out. It's not letting ourselves off the hook in that way. It's saying, you know what, there is no hook. (laughs) There is no blame to uh, offload. Huh? Brené Brown talks about blame being the discharge of pain. So rather than discharge pain on yourself, to throw pain and blame at yourself... What happens if we acknowledge that we are in pain first? What happens if we notice that we feel hurt? Given whatever thinking, whatever story we're living in, that's what we are going to experience. What if we went there first? If we open our hearts to ourselves, we are better able to open our hearts to others. And by that, what I mean is, if you can allow all of your experience, allow it. You don't have to like it. Give yourself permission. You don't have to like it. But if you will allow yourself to feel it, If you were with somebody who you really cared about and they were sad or mad, there's no way you'd want to shut them down. So let's not shut ourselves down. Let's take up that position of compassionate friend with ourselves. Take a deep breath, put your hand on your heart and let yourself know, hey girl, I understand why you feel this way. Hey sis, it makes sense that you feel this way. Hey girl, you're not wrong for feeling sad. Hey, it's okay not to feel okay. Take a breath. Even though you may be hurting right now. Even though it may look as if the sky has fallen in or your life is falling down around your ears. While you have breath in your body, it's not over. So feel the feeling, 
Feel the sensations in the body. What are the sensations in the body? Hmm? Tune in. Body first. Go there first. Feel the sensations. Is there an image in mind? What impressions do you have as you go to the body? What's the feeling? The emotion, what's the feeling? Can you name it? We talk about naming and taming as a neuropsychological tool that helps us to regulate and come back into a space of regulation and safety and connection. We name our experience. We name the feeling. Hmm? And the thoughts. What's the thought? This is the process known as sifting. Tune in. You can do it in a moment and you can do it over a longer period of time. I like to do this process of taking a beat and what am I aware of in my body right now? What's the impression I've got? What's the emotion I'm living in in this moment? And what's the story I'm living in? Because that's exactly what's fueling (laughs) the emotion. And as long as I stay in that story, these feelings continue. It's also okay if you want to change your state. Not for the purposes of avoiding the feeling, but maybe you've got something to do. One of the ways of changing our state is to attend to ourselves. And SIFT is a really easy way of doing that. It's like the part of you that's alarmed and distressed has been seen. Just like a child that comes to you crying. If you try and push that child away, it doesn't go away. It will keep coming back to tell you something is wrong. Wow. (laughs) That's what our feelings are doing. The indicators, the clues. Hey, slow down, pay attention. All right. Not that you have to take every feeling and thought super serious. Only pay attention and validate yourself. Validate yourself. Super important. Super important. So. With that in mind, it seems to me that self-compassion is even more valuable than self-esteem. Because when the chips are down in your life, learning to be a friend to yourself is going to get you through. It will get you through so much. Learning to be a friend to yourself will help you to pick up the phone and reach out to a friend. Instead of sitting in the story of, I don't want to be a burden and nobody wants to hear from me. Mm -mm. 
Being a friend to yourself will help you take the next right step. Sometimes that might be making a call and asking for help. Sometimes that might be making a plan, income expenditure. Sometimes that might be taking an energy balance. Hey, what do I do that brings energy and generates energy in my life? And what do I do that expends energy? And have a look at the balance of that. Be a friend, a compassionate friend to you. feel like I <laughs> and you're probably aware I, I do kind of repeat the same things mainly because I found them so powerful in my own life but also I've seen self-compassion transform the lives of people that I've worked with over years because there is a huge difference between Shame and blame, and kindness and compassion. Huge difference, and you know that. We all experience that. It's so easy to attribute cause to things like, oh, that's just my personality, or that's just because I'm an addict, or that's just because it's like, the truth is that what we practice grows stronger so your invitation for the next week is to practice being a compassionate friend to yourself especially when especially when things look especially when things seem disappointing especially when you feel like it's your fault like just take a beat Saturday Soup for the Sisters Soul is on Facebook and you can find me on Instagram at Inner Space Coach feel free to get in touch ask any questions make any comments and if you've enjoyed this podcast any at all feel free to share sisters have a blessed week walk in your superpower bye